The new appeals modernization program from the Veterans Affairs Department starts today. And VA wants veterans, members of Congress, and pretty much everyone to know this is not your typical agency implementation project gone wrong. VA says it's ready, it has new staff, new technology, and a year of practice under its belt before today's official launch. Cheryl Mason is chairman of the Board of Veterans Appeals. She tells Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco about the three options veterans have to pursue their appeals and how long they can expect to wait now for a decision. The, the three lanes are uh, that give veterans choice and control after an initial VA decision is made are the higher-level review lane, which allows them to review the initial, just review the initial decision. The next one is the supplemental claim lane, which allows veterans to submit additional evidence to those lanes. Those lanes will take approximately 125 days on average and are at the claims agencies. The third lane is at the Board of Veterans' Appeals and is the opportunity for the veterans to come directly to the Board of Veterans' Appeals with an appeal after their initial decision. If they choose the direct lane, then they have 365 days on average is what we're expecting to decide those cases in. And really what the Appeals Modernization Act is all about is providing veterans choice and control over, over their process as well as improved notification so they'll understand what they need to pursue their case as well as providing a, in, a beginning and an end date. And from your perspective, sitting as the, the leader of the Board of Veterans' Appeals, I mean, how will you know that this is working from your perspective? I know that you all had a pilot to test this out earlier, but, I mean, what are you looking for from your perspective as far as success goes? What specifically I'm looking for is to see continued increase in resolution of decisions for veterans. In the past year, the Board has been able to do 85,000 decisions in 2018, and I expect that we'll see an increase in that at the board as well as in the claims agency. Can you tell me a little bit more about how the board specifically prepared to implement this? I know that you had to hire additional people, for example, so can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. The, the board uh, received $42 million from Congress in 2017, and we used that money to hire additional staff primarily attorney staff who are, who are the ones that write the decision for the judges, as well as some judges. And that allowed us, uh, we delivered results last year to, again, 62% increase in our, in our decision output. But additionally, we have also changed our technology. We've reorganized our structure, and we have put in new processes at the Board of Veterans Appeals. So, We've uh, really turned the board upside down. I launched something called Board 2.0, and that is something we're remaking ourselves and launching ourselves to be able to implement appeals modernization, and we're ready to go. How specifically did you reorganize the board, and can you tell me a little bit more about Board 2.0 and specifically how you reorganized everyone? Absolutely. The reorganization was primarily moving some administrative staff as well as some senior staff around, so I had more veteran-facing positions to deliver those results for veterans. So the board's mission is to hold hearings and decide decisions. So I rearranged our, our staffing a little bit. So we, we have 98 veterans law judges, and that's who the board is. That's who decides the cases and makes the hearings. And so I reorganized those, so all those judges perform those duties. And then the administrative staff portion really support and help us get the job done. We couldn't do it without our administrative professional staff and our strong attorney staff. 
on the technology front, what exactly did you do there to prepare for this for February 19th? As part of Board 2.0, we also were already increasing our technology. The old case management system known as VACALS was over 40 years old, and we were already in process working with the Office of Information Technology and Digital Service to deliver what we're calling the Case Flow Program, which is a beginning to an end process from cases coming in the door from our claims agency to when they go out the door at dispatch. And it's an electronic process that really uh, is able to manage the caseload moving forward and really allows us to monitor and move cases much more fluidly. And so that's part of what Board 2.0 was about. Um, But also Board 2.0 is the board's a very resilient organization, and part of that was rebuilding the confidence that we can handle it and we can do it, and the board staff has stepped up and shown that. So I imagine that training probably plays a big role into what you just said, building up the confidence of the board and everyone working appeals. Can you tell me about some of the training that went into this? Well, the board does training all the time. It's very important to our process. The Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims and Veterans Law is a very fluid law. It's still a young law, so it's constantly changing. So we already had a very robust training program, but we also had a very strong training program for our new attorneys. So the board started training last summer, uh, 2018, May of 2018, on appeals modernization and as well as the technology changes, and we have continued to do that. In the past two months, we have training on a weekly basis, and that will continue through the spring. The importance about training is you can never train too much. It's important that you, your staff and everybody understand how the process works and are comfortable with it. As the uh, leader of the board, as the chairman, I also believe that I have to be speaking to it as well. And so I provided a lot of those trainings and sat in on those trainings, and I continue to do so. This might fit into what you just mentioned, but VA, I think, last week mentioned that it was developing and using new customer service training for the board Can you tell me a little bit more about what specific is different about this training and and how you're planning on using it in the future? Absolutely. The the training that we're doing is in partnership with one of the offices at the VA, which is called Veterans Experience Office. And we're doing surveys with our customers, veterans, and our service organizations to find out how we're doing. So we're asking a series of questions on our hearings and our decisions to find out how we're delivering that process. And so we get feedback from them on, on a monthly basis, actually on a weekly basis. Um, our most recent feedback, the feedback on the hearings with the judges is, is approximately 95%. Veterans feel heard and feel that the judges understand the process. And that's important for us to know how we're doing and so we can use our best practices and continue what we're doing well and change what we're not doing well. And so it allows us improvement in the training process as well as to make sure that we're communicating with our veterans, because the key concepts here are communication and training. Is there anything else that you might want to mention? Any final words that you want to get out there about the February 19th Implementation Day? Just know that you can find out more information on www.va.gov, or you can call one eight four four my va 311 And we are looking forward to making sure the veterans have more choices and are able to 
pick what's the lane that's best for them to get a quicker resolution to their case. Cheryl Mason is chairman of the Board of Veterans' Appeals, speaking with Federal News Network's Nicole Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.